This is Shuffle, your backstage pass to Northeast Ohio's independent music scene. I'm Amanda Rabinowitz. I've got two tickets to the show you're putting on. My guest this week is Cleveland pop artist Shayla Hope, who's been a familiar voice in the music scene here for quite some time, just not as a pop artist. In fact, her indie rock band Seafair was one of my first introductions to Northeast Ohio's music scene. I saw them perform live at Akron's Musica about a decade ago. We're listening to a track from their 2015 album, The Carencia, which I bought on the spot and had them all sign it at the show. The band had some big moments over the years, including headlining Cleveland's Bright Winter Festival. But in 2019, they broke up as Shayla Hope was beginning to pursue her true passion. And I gotta say, while I love Seafair, her new debut pop album, Damn Feelings, is damn good. I spent nine months in a studio, four days a week, eight hours a day. I really wanted it to be big and bold and like smack you in the face in the most loving way possible. (laughs) So, you know, I kind of knew in the background you were starting something solo. I had no idea it was going to be pop. Can you talk about that journey? Absolutely. Um, Cleveland is a very interesting place. I think a lot of places are. They kind of turn their nose up at pop music. And so that's why I think it took me so long to be like, okay. I really want to make pop because I was so worried of how I was going to be treated here. Just the way people look at you when you say you make pop music is a little different than when you're like, you know, I don't know, I make folk or, you know, something like that. Um, So yeah, I was really, really nervous about that. And it took gaining confidence and belief in myself to actually want to jump at it because it was like, okay, forget what everyone else is saying. Forget how everyone else feels. It's cool to me. I love it. I want to create it. So why do you think that is? the attitude about pop in this area? Is it because we're just our rock and roll roots here? Rock and roll roots, you know, you got you got a lot of that garage. And and a lot of my stuff came from a garage. A lot of my stuff came from just being at home. But, you know, it's got a lot of people don't like backing tracks. They don't like major production. Yeah, they just like, you know, and that's cool. Like that stuff's cool, too. But this is what I want to do. I know that it's kind of a nod going back to your early days. You were a drag performer. I was. At (laughs) Bounce in Cleveland, which is no longer there. Dude, it was a total flash dance moment, which I didn't realize until much later. I was a machinist by day, and then I'd go (laughs) at night to do drag, so I'd still have glitter on my face the next morning, you know, running (laughs) like a huge lathe. I just, drag is what brought me into myself, 100%. I... I felt very closeted before and coming out and being able to be my full unapologetic self was something I'd never experienced before without, you know, looks and walking in there was like a totally different feeling. And yeah, pop got me through so much. Falling asleep beneath the red sky. 
2019, you recorded the opening theme to the reboot of the animated TV kid series Care Bears Unlock the Magic, the, you know, Care Bears originating at American Greetings in Cleveland. That was kind of like the precursor to this yes. new era. So I got a call from my producer at the time, and he said, can you learn this song by the end of today? And it was for, I'm like in a one of the Care Bears toys, like I'm in like a group of Care Bear toys. <laughs> and so it was a song for that. And I didn't know they were going in a toy at a time, but I was like, oh my, trying to learn it. And then right as the day ended, my producer's like, he might want you to take a stab at the theme song if he likes your voice. Do you want to do it? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so I think that's one of the reasons this pop thing actually made more sense to me as well is because it's the Care Bears Unlock the Magic stuff is very like 80s pop and it's very referential to that time which I love like Mm -hmm. my whole album's like referential getting in there and being able to sing that and hearing my voice on something like that was like oh okay I I think I can do this what a cool what a cool fun thing and I'm still singing for them I'm done with being so You touched on it, just how long you spent recording this album, Damn Feelings. Yes. It shows because <laughs> this album is intricate. Talk about this recording process as opposed to recording an album like you did with Seafair. Oh, my gosh. It. I mean, there were days where we literally just recorded sounds. I think there's like <laughs> horses. There are dogs. There are like slamming doors and airplanes on this thing. Like we did not shy away. So, yeah, it, it was completely different. I mean, nine months. Normally, you'd get maybe a week if you're lucky recording, Mm -hmm. you know, with, you know, Seafair or something like that. You'd get a week or two weeks. Uh, So we really, really got deep and in depth with this thing and spent all of our time and energy on it. Let's talk about a couple of the singles. Sure. Uh, High is probably the big one for me. And I'm your fool again. No explanation. Just tell me why. alone I wrote at home at like three in the morning I like woke up with the songs in my head some of the parts like that I recorded at home on the demo are still on it same with like sleepwalking Love and Lo-Fi, which is really fun, was written by my co-write, who truly believed in me and this project. And so the song is actually about believing that this can happen for us. And it seems like every track, there's some sort of theme, right? And you are tying some promotional things with the songs. Yes. Which I think is so interesting and what artists I'm seeing are doing more and more now because, you know, music is something we're not really purchasing anymore. So can you talk about some of those collabs that you have going? Sure. Um, Coffee, 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 we did a Love and Lo-Fi drink uh, that lasted for a couple months. Then we did a pie with Rude Food and Pie in Lakewood. 
And then we did papers for high, rolling papers with Shway <laughs> papers. And um, I also donated for Forget Me Not, my single Forget Me Not, we decided to go and help as many sanctuaries and anti-poachers as we could. You've got your demons. Lastly, this this last one uh, is just for my album. It's with Saucy Brew Works, and it's called Damn Feelings. And it's a beer. It's like a 8% blood orange IPA because I wanted it to be very strong, you know, to represent the album. So how do you make those those partnerships? How does that come about? You ask the question. You just, you love a place so much. You say, hey, I've seen you before. Would you like to do something with me? Doing something as simple as a brand partnership in your hometown can really put eyes on both the local business and your music. You worked for a long time at Gotta Groove Records. Yes. Pressing vinyl. Yes, I loved it. So that's going to be part of this too because you're actually going to press your own record. Yes, I'm partnering with Wax Mage. You know, they're part of Gotta Groove and they just make these beautiful, mm -hmm. beautiful pieces that you can also spin. So there's going to be lots of pinks, lots of sparkles, you know. All the stuff that encapsulates me in this record. <laughs> I love it. One thing I saw is that you converted to Judaism in 2017. I did. I did. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about that and, and how that attaches to your identity? Sure. Um, so my my manager and husband is Jewish. His father's a rabbi. His grandfather's a rabbi. Wow. Yeah. So um, it was one of those like no brainer moments where I was like, I've always been interested in Judaism, but learning so much about it and the values, I was like. I'm sold. Let me do let me do this. Yeah. So I studied for a year and uh, yeah, hopped right in that water. <laughs> I do think it's great that you put all of that out there about yourself as part of who you are. Oh, also as part you. of the LGBTQ community. And you're, you're putting it all right. I'm out always there. like, my name's Shayla Hope. I'm a pansexual Jew. <laughs> it's, it's all part of the freeing process, I think. It for is. You. Yeah. And I want other people to feel OK, too. I think that's like such a huge thing is like talking about you know, like uh, my song alone is all about my abandonment issues. And instead of just saying, yeah, it's a relationship song, you know, I'm like, no, this is a, a thing about my abandonment issues. So people can feel closer and more connected. And maybe they're going through the same thing, you know, and they need an outlet, too. What's next? Um, you know, we're getting on Hot AC Radio soon. But also I am already working on the next group of songs. And um, the thing about making music uh, as well as a woman in her mm. 30s, it's pretty crazy how many people will say, like, this could be on top 10, you know, billboard, but your age is an impediment. That happens all the time. Um, and that I'm not the exact look of, like, I'm not a Barbie. That's a whole thing as well. So this whole next group of, of songs is more about my anger towards the music industry and the people involved in it. Um, and it's been really fun. <laughs> and therapeutic to uh, be able to write songs like this. So more songs coming. More songs coming, baby. <laughs> Shayla, congrats, and thanks so much. Thank you. To say if we were together, would it ever really end? That's Cleveland pop artist Shayla Hope. You can find links to her music and follow the Shuffle podcast at ideastream.org slash shuffle. We'll be back in two weeks with a new episode. Shuffle's producer is Brittany Nader. I'm Amanda Rabinowitz. Thanks for listening. Shut up.